Welcome to the Hot Ticket Podcast. This is episode 104. On this podcast, we break down the signature selection by Aganorsa Leaf. This is the first time we've broken down one of those products, which seems to be the trend lately. But um, nonetheless, as always, sit back, listen, and enjoy. Okay, so, anyway, you go on a date with a new girl. Yeah. And one of the things that you'd mention mm-hmm. to a group of us being myself, dad, Close, Dave, Closest are, confidants of uh, the, information. The people that you can trust the most with sure. information mm-hmm. that you know will absolutely and definitively grill you yeah. any chance that they can get. For. I knew what I was um, for. It was fun. Actually, it, that process was really fun. <laughs> um, and, and, it's, and it was... It was intensely fun in this situation because this person of which you were going on a date on or going on a date with is at surface level, given the detailed information we had, probably a psychopath, (laughs) probably not exactly mentally stable. Yeah. Um, And why is she not mentally stable? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll let the audience know. She collects dead animals. Yeah, and I don't mean like roadkill. She's not scraping shit off the street, which that is almost more normal than what she does. <laughs> She's not a taxidermist. Okay, she eBay's de- well, dead animals. As she, far as my assumption, yes. She keeps. What do you mean? As far as your assumption, I haven't really asked her. Like, did you buy these on eBay? Oh, okay. Well, what I do know is, is she sent you a picture of two little piglet fetuses uh, and formaldehyde well, in, in a little jar. One was a bunny and one was a pig. Okay, one was a bunny, one was a pig. Mm-hmm. Then she has a rabbit like dancing. It's a real rabbit. It's a taxidermist <laughs> rabbit that was uh, clothed. Was it tap dancing? What was it, it doing? Was, it was clothed with uh, circus attire. Oh, that's what it was, circus uh, attire. Sword swallowing. Sword swallowing. Mm-hmm. So... What that leads me to believe is that in the progression of mental disorders, <laughs> what <laughs> that? Yeah, I would say. How old is she? She's be thirty. She'll be thirty by the age thirty-five. She ha- would have already killed her first human. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, via strangulation, some sort of asphyxiation, or um, I would say. Probably some stigmata type shit like torture. Mm. Okay. I think that's the series of progression you have when people collect pig and <laughs> rabbit fetuses. Yeah. But you, you've gone on two dates with her already. Mm-hmm. Um, how was the first date? I want, I want to understand the progression from first date to second date, given all this information that we know. Okay. Uh, I won't say her name yet. I'll protect her for now. Let's let's say her name is um Bonnie Rabbit. Bonnie Rabbit. Okay, well Bonnie Rabbit. Um gorgeous in person. Um but not 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 in person. <laughs> no, she's <laughs> uh no she is. Oh. Despite her Instagram photo, she's pretty cute in person. <laughs> yeah, that's I, that's fair, I guess. If you want to spin my words. <laughs> Um, she has this quirkiness about her that I find endearing, honestly. Explain. Um, 
I was expecting to go on a first date with someone who I felt might be mildly pretentious. Okay. Um, mildly kind of... Is that because of the way she looks? Was that the aesthetic of her? Yeah, a little bit. And it's, okay. it's, and that's, that's on me, but I'm just going by... You're what, judging. But yeah. Yeah. So, Which God tells us not to do, but you did anyway. That's okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen her in person. I didn't know how she's going to respond to things and, you know. Right. But uh, does she wear a lot of leopard print? No. Okay, no. that's good. She dresses. At least well. she doesn't wear the skin of the animals. No, she dresses very, very nicely. Okay. Um, but very quickly into day one, I was like, "Yeah, I'm digging her a lot because okay. I myself am quite goofy and weird in a lot of things." No. No. No way. Not you, Chris. And. Um, I like that quirkiness about her. It's it to me. It's very endearing. So, yeah, of course. Um, the fact that I didn't get that pretentiousness, I was I was very satisfied. Right. Very satisfied. So she is kind of a down to earth. Very much so. Very normal. Yeah. And you don't think any of that was a facade. You think that was her true nature. Those are her true colors. I think so. Because if not, um, well. This will be a very short-lived date. Yeah, experience. yeah. So isn't that kind of weird, though, is like first dates where I feel like a lot of people feel the need to impress, but I think as you get older, you just don't you shed You shed less of that. It's like, this is me. Fuck you if you right. don't like it's it. Right, it's like, if you don't fucking like it, piss off. Right. I remember trying so hard to impress when I was younger. Yeah. And nowadays, I'm just like, you don't fuck it. Hey, if you don't like this jiggle, <laughs> then you can wiggle yeah. your way out, baby. Yeah. And of course, I told her I was nervous. I'm, I'm like very open book about things. Like if I'm yeah. nervous, I'll tell you I'm nervous. Yeah. And I don't, I don't care. Right. Uh, I don't care if that makes me vulnerable in any sense, but I'll just tell you just for the sake of being transparent. But um, no, the date went really well. And uh, what'd you guys do? We went to Yellow Springs. Oh, cool. Yellow Springs is fun. We walked around. A bit. I haven't been there for a while. She's hugely into plants, which I think is pretty cool. Oh. She's got some crazy plants, very rare ones. Oh. Um, but, uh, we walked around a bit, got lost kind of, and, uh, had some drinks and got lost like in the park, like Glen Helen. Like, did you guys hike or just like walking around? Yeah. We kind of walked around and then got kind of got lost where the hell we were. Oh, and then I was like, you know, we do have phones. Yeah. <laughs> you could easily find your way back anywhere these days. And then she's like, well, fuck our phones. And I was like, yeah. okay. I kinda yeah. That's, like that. that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, so where did you eat? Where did you have drinks at? Was it in Yellow Springs? Yeah, it was just a bunch of bars. Like, like Peaches is down there. Yellow Springs Brewery is there. We went to Yellow Springs Brewery. Was did you the like last it? Stop. Yeah, yeah, I liked yeah, it. That place is cool. They had some really good beers. Yellow Springs is really fun. I don't go there too often. I don't go there often enough, but it is a cool little it's a cool little town. By the way, just yeah. so everybody knows, Yellow Springs is where Dave Chappelle lives. Yep. Yep. So you can often like an apparition, see him wandering the streets. You can often, path. <laughs> you can often find him telling jokes yeah. <laughs> on the side of a street, uh, which he actually does. Like he, no. sometimes he's just down there and you yeah. see him. It's yeah. like, he's just there. So we, we did that. And then, um, we hung out way past our cutoff time that night. And, uh, what was cutoff time? Uh, 10 30. Did you touch a booby? No, I didn't touch boobies. I, I, I'm kind did I? Hmm. It'd be cool if you just poked one. I don't know if I did or not. I might have. Uh, Interesting. But uh, we stayed past our cutoff time. And uh, Did you guys set this cutoff time or was this dictated by like you needed to get kale? It was dictated by me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, so I left that date feeling pretty good. Nice. 
And then I was like, uh, do you want to go on another date with me? I literally just told her in the in her car. I was like, yeah. do you want to go on another date with me? And she's like, yes, definitely. I was like, okay. Was cool. Like, then we'll work something out. And so I saw her this last Wednesday. Went to her house and uh, hung out there. Was it haunted? No. No, it was a really nice house. The spirits of dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> They're haunting. Uh, but we ha- we had drinks uh, in her hometown. Oh, and, cool. Where's and, her hometown? You don't have to say exactly where her hometown is. Well, she didn't have an address, so you don't have to give her an address. That's true. She, I forget what you said to me before. You don't have Starts to. Starts with a U. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you understand. Um, urine. Urine. She's in urine town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we we had a few drinks, and then we went back to her place, watched some TV, and then I. Uh, What'd you watch on TV? Spent the night. Oh, nice. Yeah. And we watched um, Weird Wonders of the World or something. What the fuck is that? Is it's, that Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it, uh, I saw it earlier. It's a docuseries. Yeah. So I yeah. spent the night over there and, uh, Very cool. and woke up and was... Did you touch a baby that night? Uh, might have. Okay, cool. Um, she'll kill me for saying that. I mean, will she? Mm, no. Probably are, not. Are they big? Uh... She's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, spent the night. Did she make your breakfast? No. I had to get up super early to get Kale. Oh, okay. Because he spent the night at Dad's. Oh, okay, okay. But I uh, uh, kissed her goodbye and uh, was like, so when you want to go on day three? <laughs> so that was this past Wednesday. Yeah. So this is when I, I was in Orlando yeah, yeah, yeah. then. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. But all in all, um, I, I, it's, it's weird. Like on the, uh, I get it. Like on the offset, everything I've told you about her could be like, that's kind of strange. Right. But she is more normal than those small, what I, to me, I consider them small things. Right. Dead animals lingering <laughs> around the house, a weird <laughs> obsession with plant life. Yeah. Um, yeah. No big deal. I have my weird things. Yeah, everybody does. I dress up with a mustache and... I finger my butthole and suck my thumb at the same time. We all have our quirks. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I really do enjoy my time with her. And uh, Very cool. When's next date? I was trying to see tonight maybe, but oh. she works. And then uh, I don't, don't know if I want to go over there at 12 o'clock at night. Maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I would like to. Yeah. It's just... 12 o'clock at night. I mean, we'll be out of here early enough for you to yeah. do that. So that'll be nice. It was kale. That's the only thing. It's like, yeah, of course. Leaving them, all, leaving them behind with someone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. But no, I really like her. And uh, I, feel, cool. I feel good about it so far. So what does date three have in store for you guys, do you think? Well. Like at what point are you going to pull out all the stops? Because right now your effort seems to be pretty lackluster. My effort? Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, it doesn't seem like you've done anything to really kind of explode onto the scene. I mean, explode onto the I scene. I mean, you haven't really, you haven't, I mean, have you taken out to a nice dinner? I mean, yeah, you walked around Yellow Springs. It's like, okay. No, I get, I get that. Sometimes there's. I mean, like, have you been create? you're a creative person, but I don't, I just don't feel a sense of creativity in your effort. Yeah. Which is shocking, honestly. That's shocking. Um,. Well, you know me. I'm a researcher, and I uh, I always look up for 
I look for wisdom in those who've been through this process before because I'm a novice at the dating scene. Yeah. I just assumed like I was kind of thinking maybe you'd connect the dots in the fact that you have killed no less than like seven fucking mice with hammers that you could probably take the dead bodies of one creatively put a top hat on one, give it a little cane, put it on a little plaque. Tell me like dinner for schmucks type thing. Yeah. And, and maybe create, um, an entire dinner party with her with some dead rat company. (laughs) She's not that weird. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, I think she would appreciate the gesture. I think I would creep her out if I did that. Like, hey, I brought over some mice. Well, I'm not. Here's the thing. You don't tell her ahead of time. You show up with them. Oh. You see what I'm saying? I found these in your yard. Like a tea party. <laughs> like, my whole thing is like a tea party. Does she have a table? Like, she have a dining set? Does she have a table with chairs? Yeah. So, my thought process is it's you two plus some additional company. Mm-hmm. Make some cheese plates. Mice like cheese, so cheese plate <laughs> and some wine. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm just saying you can, you can be creative. Yeah. I could. And there's, 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 um, there's scenarios that I think you want to test the waters with when you start dating someone, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, sitting in silence, I think, is a kind of interesting indicator of things. Or like just like looking at her? I mean, that's, well, I do stare at her a bit. Uh, but I did that to a guy that I work with at yeah. our trade show. Yeah. <laughs> I make him uncomfortable. I, I love him. I love him to death. He's such a cool dude. And I've actually, every time I spend, every time I spend time with him, I like him more and more. Yeah. And we, we were just standing, like we were waiting for the show to start and he's standing next to me <laughs> and he turns to me and I'm just like, <laughs> and dude, he died laughing. He was like choking and he was like, stop staring at me. And then he's just busting out laughing. It's it's the idea that you can make someone uncomfortable without doing anything. Yeah, I did that to her. It's a her. lot of I power. Did, I did that to her in Yellow Springs, and she's like, oh, my God, why are you staring at me? I was like, you're pretty. <laughs> she's like, you're making me uncomfortable. Is that like a stream like, of drool care. coming was, out of your mouth? And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you may want to you may want to tone that down. Bit, yeah, I see what you're saying, but but you should probably <laughs> you should probably nix that throttle back a little bit on that one. Nah, but she, you know, it's it's at a it's at a pretty good pace. Um, but there's there's the things I want to try out, like um, try it out, try it out, piss, piss on me, me beat me. me. Um, <laughs> but there's things I want to try out, like we we on the second day got a chance to just kind of sit in silence for the most part okay which i think like i said it's it's a good it's kind of a good test right because you can fairly very quickly figure out if you're like there's no background noise no tv well the tv was on okay 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 but it's kind of like a way of so then that definitely is not science but continue (laughs) continue you're so semantic (laughs) um it's just a it's a kind of an interesting test to see if you enjoy each other's companies where you don't have to be constantly um, trying to communicate, communicate. I totally agree with you. There should always be a connection outside of having a conversation, right? right? Sometimes there's like a, what would you even call that? I mean, there's, there's, things like in relationships, they actually call that like an energy that you can build between two people. That is, that is nonverbal. It's non-communicative. It's like you just, you have that connection. I've seen how she reacts around other people because I've taken okay. her in public places. Yeah. So. She doesn't freak out and start doing like puppet shows with her no, dad. No, no, no. <laughs> she's, she's very um, sweet and 
respectable when it comes to interacting with people, which is That's good. Cool. Okay. Um, she wanted to pay for my drinks, even though I declined. Okay. Um, which is wise. Don't let her ever pay for anything until you guys get down the road a little bit more. Yeah, totally. So, you know, this is part of the chivalry thing, you know? Sure. I'm a very chivalrous person. Yeah. Um, but, uh, she's, she's done. I, I don't, I don't want to treat her like she's some type of experiment, but she's done very well. Yeah. So I, I really, I do, I do really like her. I like being around her. So that's cool. Um, so to date three, I guess. What date during this process are you going, do you feel that you're going to be comfortable introducing her to other people or does the dead animal thing prohibit that a little bit? No, not at all. Um, because I have my own stories that would be as equally awkward for her family to hear. <laughs> okay. Is her, her and her family's local, right? For the most part. Yeah. Okay. Have you met anyone in her family? Yet? Not yet. No. Okay. Probably um, a wise idea. It is. I, you know, it's just like, I already explained to her that like, um, I don't want to rush into the idea that we're You're going to take the steps necessary in the process to keep it layered correctly yeah because i don't want to jump too quickly into her family and her children's lives of course and, and all of that course. just because i don't want to give her children a false sense of what dating's like okay does that make yeah. sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like I, a... I only want to be introduced to them mommy who's this guy right. mommy who's this guy right i want right. her to feel i want i only want her to introduce me to her children and vice versa it once we've established that this is going to be like a long-term relationship sure so right. But yeah, I uh, I think about her a lot. <laughs> That's cool. Does, yeah. does she have a favorite food? Do you know what do you know about her that you would typically learn in the first two dates? Like, what's her favorite color? Green, dark green, dark green. Mm -hmm. Is it because of the plant thing? Maybe. And mine's green. Okay. Um, but I like your favorite color is green. It is. It's always been favorite. My favorite color's been green, but I've always worked grays. How in the fuck did I not know this? I don't know. It's always been green. What's my favorite color? Oh, shit. Blue. Okay. I was like, if you don't get that, I'm going to slap, yeah. I'm going to slap the taste out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what does she drive? What vehicle does she drive? Uh, it's a Volkswagen kind Ooh. of mustardy colored SUV. I forget what. Okay. What European. I'm not upset about that. That's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm thinking about buying a Mercedes, by the way. Are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to get a new new Mercedes sometime soon. Never been a Mercedes guy. Total tangent. But I've been looking at the C43s a lot, uh -huh. which is the C43 Coupe, which is a twin turbo six cylinder. Oh. They're absolutely fucking gorgeous. I like the 2019 model. SMG package? AMG package. Or AMG? Yeah, AMG package. SMG is a weapon. Yeah, it's an it's the it's the AMG package and yeah. it comes with like sport tune exhaust whole thing. Oh, cool. Fucking titties. I'll show you a picture of what sure. I'm afterwards. Probably gonna be next year sometime. Yeah. Want to pay off the truck first? Yeah. But I've been working my ass off lately, and I I want to reward myself with something. Sure. Like a new vehicle. Anyway, so I like the Volkswagen. That's actually pretty sweet. I like mm -hmm. Volkswagens a lot. Very underrated car. Um, and it's an SUV, so very practical. Mm. So I like that. Um, if you were to give her a size, what would her size be? Be careful how you answer in case she listens to this. Well, I've already talked about her size with her. Slim fit, slender. She's very slender. Is she curvy? She does have curves, though. Okay, that's cool. Um, okay, good build. She's 5'1". That is tiny. Yeah. That's a very short person. She's, she's already told me, she's like, uh, 
very frequently on occasion i sometimes have to get like big kids clothes like uh, like kids clothes yeah for some of her tops and stuff right i was like it makes sense i guess wow that is a tiny person yeah she's a dreidel as i like to call him <laughs> oh no i know yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> i know what you're saying dreidel dreidel uh, yeah um Cool. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Do you know what her favorite food is? Is she a vegan? She strikes me as someone who possibly would be a vegan despite the, the animal no, abuse. She, she eats lots of meats. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she eats all the meats. <laughs> What's her favorite meat? Pastrami? Uh, she like a good salami? She weirdly says that her favorite food, and this is not necessarily a food food. It's more of an ingredient, mm-hmm. but I can understand it, is apple cider vinegar or vinegar. Okay. Vinegar is like one of her favorite flavors. So there's a thing. So there's um there's a psychology around people who like certain things, like black coffee. Like you and I both like very dark yes, like dark roast coffee, yeah. which says something about our personalities. Mm-hmm. There's also one associated with vinegar, and that's people who abuse animals. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it all makes sense, but there, but there is. It's the same association. It's that uh, the sourness, right? It's that yeah, it's, um, it's the bitter, the acidic, the bitterness. Yeah. No different than coffee. So, yeah. which would, if there is science to connect the two, would make sense and the personality, the. I believe she, she said she eats pretty much anything, um, but she's skittish about seafoods. I believe. Like, um, I think she said that like any fish or like shit from the sea. I think uncooked. uncooked okay. Like, seafood. so she's not a yeah. sushi person. Yeah. Okay. I think she's eaten it. Right. She just doesn't she's just really not favorable. Yeah. She likes cooked meats. Yeah. Um, she likes sweets. Is she into chocolates and that sort of stuff? Hmm. Not not that I'm entirely aware of now. So you took her to Maybe. a brewery. She's, she's into beers. She is. She likes to drink. Um, she uh, is a bartender, so she typically likes Tito's and tonic. Okay, I dig it. I'm a Tito's fan. Yeah. I drank a few on the airplane last night. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, she does like drinking. Okay. Mm, what else? Good start. Yeah. That means she's normal. She's normal. I'm right. telling you, she's more normal than I've put her on to just giving you the wonderful sure. view of the... I would say the uniqueness sure. of her okay. lifestyle. Okay. Siblings? Does she have um, brothers, sisters? No. No brothers or sisters. Only child. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I hope the third date goes good, and I hope she doesn't strangle you in your sleep. Yeah. Well. And if she does, I hope it's sort of, you know, part of some S&M type shit. Yeah. Well, I, Piss on know, me, beat me type thing. I did take precautions, as you are aware. All right. That night, you know, when I told you I'll be here. I don't know what you're talking about. I sent you a text, and I was like, I'm going to be here. Oh, right. (laughs) Right. If anything happens. Yeah. Yeah, I miss those. (laughs) (laughs) You You know what sucks is, and maybe we should recap this now because I didn't feel like reading through the 5 billion text messages. What's going on with hockey on Mondays? Um, there was way too many text messages and I can tell in the text message Ryan was just being a doucher. It was almost So I, I I didn't I didn't want to read through the whole thing. So I need you to recap for me. It here. was uh concerns that Andy might actually cancel Mondays because 
the money and the fact that we were short players. Okay. Um, then Ryan was putting together teams and no one wanted to approve the teams. Like he was like, what do you guys think about these teams? And everybody's like, we want, were the teams in the text message? Yeah. And then we're like, and then a majority of the people are like, we want Chris, Corey, John, Bobby, York. Right. We want all this. <laughs> uh, we want the group back. Right? Yeah, we, we want, want the, the group back. back. Sure, sure, sure. Um, that was the majority of it. And then then it turned into, well, we're going to see if we can get more players. Okay. Tim's back. Tim Dahl? Yeah. He's just on and off. Yeah. Okay. So he's I believe he's coming back. Jim's still playing. Okay. Love Tim. Love um, Jim. Cool. Uh, Bournes will be back next session. Right. He still has softball. Still softball. Um, okay. But the majority of us are still there. And there's some a couple new players. I saw gold players. There's a gold. There's a couple gold players coming in. Oh, great! That'll be fun for everybody. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I'm pretty good at hockey in this league. I'm not good enough to play with gold players. Yeah, I don't know how to take it. Because it's going to be very challenging. I promise you. I, I do want to learn. There's a difference between learning and getting your ass kicked. I, I yeah, I do want to learn, but here's here's the, here's where my learning stops. I drink a yeah. lot before a game. Yeah, well, maybe you could tone that down. But do I want to? I mean, you don't have to. You're an adult. You can do whatever you want. What I'm saying is, is that if you want to perform at peak level, yeah, you should probably tone down the alcohol. It's but one it's, of the reasons I don't drink heavy on Mondays. But it's fucking rocket fuel, bro. I can go. It is for a game. I can go ten to twelve minutes. (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) So the league is. Does it start this coming Monday? Yeah, because there's nothing on the calendar. There's nothing on the schedule. Are teams made? As far as I'm aware, yeah. Was that on in the text message? I just saw something where Ryan lashed out towards like John a little bit or Bobby, and I was like, I'm done looking at these texts because there was like a hundred when I finally got a chance to look at them. He went, yeah, he went after John for saying something. He went after Bobby for yeah, and he for, was like, oh, if it wasn't for goal players, then we wouldn't have a fucking league. Well, I was like, whatever, dude. yeah. So yeah, I think it starts <clears throat> Monday, as far as I'm aware. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So you know, I don't mind getting my ass kicked. It's just take you know. If you're gonna beat this ass, at least fucking treat me a little. Yeah, give me a reach. Buy me a beer or something. something. Yeah, I'm telling you, there is a huge disparity between because I used to play in Thursday leagues where you play with platinum players. Yeah. There's a huge disparity in talent, and you'll notice it on. It depends on who you get. There's some gold players that are really good at helping you elevate your game, and there's some gold players who want to take over the game. So yeah. it just depends on the mix that you get. Um, I think there needs to be a little trepidation on who you let in because if the league gets to a point where it's just gold players just dishing it fucking out and no one else is involved, then we will end the league before Andy ever gets a chance to end the league. That's true. So, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not disheartened by it, but at the same time, I'm a little cautious as far as like how well it's going to play out. Yeah, you realize how chill this fucking podcast is this week? Yeah, man. I'm just... I'm tired, so... It's just, you know, it's just chill. Yeah, I didn't really have an agenda. It's like real talk. Yeah, I didn't I didn't have an agenda coming into this because I've been so drained. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you, I feel like 64% of my soul has been sucked from my body. Yeah. And I'm fighting to get it back. Oh, you're like Harry Potter's uncle when the, uh, the, uh, those, um. Uh, the black things, the, the ghosty, black, yeah. the ghost, the ghosty guys, right? Yes, I forget what their names are. Yeah, uh, but they like, suck his soul out of them. That's that's exactly what I feel like. And then Harry's like, "My dad came to save me. He looked like a big glowing deer." 
and then it's like <laughs> but it's just really just him right from the past yeah that's that's almost what i feel like yeah and i'm i'm just waiting i'm waiting to barter to get the rest of my soul back so it's just been a it's been a challenging week yeah could you imagine a big glowing deer saving you though that'd be pretty sweet that'd be pretty wild i had a what is a dream that i had last night that was really fucked up Oh, I don't even remember. I remember when I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, one of those where you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What in the fuck was, what did I eat? <laughs> so strange. Speaking of eating, dude, I went, so we went to this restaurant called Ocean Air. Yeah. Where the steak that I got was like fucking 60 bucks. Oh, well, it better be good for 60 bucks. It was really good. But our waiter was a complete psycho. Oh, geez. He fucking yelled at us. But here's the thing. Everyone else was kind of getting pissed. I went to dinner with LG. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was like 11 of us. Well, the reservation was for 10. Oh. I just miscounted one person, right? So we go to sit at the table. You could easily put a chair at the end of the table. It's big enough to do that. And we get there and the guy's like, oh, I thought the, this is the waiter. I thought the reservation was for 10. This is literally, I'm talking exactly how he was talking. Yeah. It's not an exaggeration. He's like, well, I thought the table was for 10. And we're like, well, there's another person, so can we accommodate? And we were all playing like musical chairs, trying to figure out where we were gonna sit. And you could tell his brain was gonna explode. And he's like, I just, it, everybody, sit. And he like yelled at us. For me, it was super comical. <laughs> I just started laughing. The best thing is my boss. What? So my boss was there the night before with yeah. Sharp. And this waiter, who wasn't his waiter at the time, cracked my boss in the back of the head with a plate <laughs> as he was walking through. Oh my God. So he knew who my boss was already. So many hilarious things happened in the event of this dinner. This dinner took three and a half hours. We got there at six. It didn't until nine 30. That's because the waiter was terrible, but it was, he was so terrible. It was funny. Like I was like, I want to stay here longer to see, see how this plays does. out. <laughs> like I must see how this yeah. night ends. Like <laughs> we ordered drinks and he just brings half the drinks. And everyone else is like, where's our drinks? He just forgot, right? That was one. And then at restaurants like this, they always keep a wine glass in front of you with the expectation that someone at the table is going to buy a bottle of wine or two. And at the beginning, he said, do you want me to pour wine? Because we got a few bottles. I um, I ended up getting a Moscow Mules. I didn't want wine at the time. Didn't mean I didn't want wine, period. This is the beginning of dinner. Yeah. It just means I didn't want it then. And I was like, no, not now, but I'll probably have some later. As I'm telling him this, he grabs my wine glass and just takes it away. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? So later on, the table's pouring more wine. And I was like, well, I don't want another mixed drink. I'll take a glass of red wine. I love red wine. And I was like, can I have my wine glass back? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Let me go get that for you. Never goes and gets it. <laughs> and then as he comes back, he's pouring everyone else's wine. He's like, hey, can I get that wine glass? He goes, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Or something. Let me bring it back. He brings it back, sets it on the table, doesn't pour me a glass of wine, comes back, takes my glass again. Oh my God. <laughs> then we order appetizers. And my boss was like, the bread here is really good. They bake it fresh. It's fucking delicious. We need to get some bread on the table. There's no bread. Bread's supposed to come first. We order appetizers and my boss literally goes, hey, can we get some bread? He goes, let me get the appetizers first. Let me set those on the table and then I'll get your bread. And my boss is like, uh, what the (laughs) fuck is wrong with this guy? So then we make a big deal out of the bread and we do it as he continues walking by us to other tables. We keep saying shit like, man, wish we had our bread. 
motherfucker comes out with three loaves of bread sarcastically. <laughs> it was so amazing. It was fantastic. And another guy, a coworker of mine, orders. He's like, I'm going to get the surf and turf. The guy said you can have multiple options in surf and turf. It's not just surf and turf. It's turf with you pick your surf. You can get grouper. You can get crab. You can get lobster. Yeah. You can get shrimp. And that my counterpart employee that works for us goes, I'll get the surf and turf. And the guy's like, all right, cool. Surf and turf and like walks away and he goes, do you want to know what surf I want? <laughs> <laughs> like the guy was just a fucking prick, but Man. I loved every second of it. I would have stayed there till close. I would have become this guy's best friend. That's how much I liked him. Dude. Everyone else hated him. I'm like, dude, you're the coolest fucking dude on earth. He is the kind of guy that's like, I give no shits, and you're still going to tip me. <laughs> it was fucking incredible. How old was he? Um, he was probably, I'd say, in, a, in his 40s. You know, what he, you know who he looked like? He looked like a much taller, goofier Eric Griffin. You know what Eric Griffin is? He's a comedian with a mustache. Yeah, yeah, He's a black yeah. guy. He looks just like him, but like taller and more goofy. Oh, Not man. as fat. It was fantastic. I was telling everybody at the table, and I was like... <laughs> I was telling everybody at the table, I was like, I guarantee that guy goes to sleep with like a really tight Marvel shirt <laughs> and tube socks and tidy whities and I bet he has a cat named Percy. <laughs> they were like, you are totally right. He 100% does that. We were actually going to, my boss wanted to ask him to roll up his pants so he could see what kind of socks he was wearing. <laughs> it was pretty incredible. But anyway, hey, we have a review this week. Yeah. This is a, um, this is a review I'm really excited about because this is the first time we reviewed anything under this brand. Yeah, which is pretty cool, and it's a very well-known brand. So it's kind of weird that it's the first one. It's the first one under this brand's name, but I don't think it's the first one under because they actually produce cigars for other people. And I think we've had some smattered um, within uh, previous podcasts, but yeah. uh, under their own brand, this would be the very first one. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna go deuce deuce it up, and uh, we'll be <laughs> back at you guys in just a minute. So hang tight. All right, and we're back. Get it out. Get it out. Well, I was in mid-sentence, ah. and you were like, and I was like, but, okay. excuse me. Um, yeah, we're back. We're back. And we're back, and we got a review. Uh, really excited about this review for a couple of reasons. One, I really like this brand a lot. Two, I've had this cigar once before, before we did the review, and I really enjoyed it. So much so, actually, it was a recommendation by a cigar shop in Kansas City, uh, Kansas City, Missouri. No. Not Kansas City, Kansas. Oh, gotcha. Um, I really enjoyed that shop a lot. It was kind of like a little hidden gem. Mm -hmm. And uh, myself and the guy who was running the shop at the time were just discussing cigars. And it was it was a good conversation. And he was pointing me to different stuff. Have you tried this? Have you tried this? Have you tried this? And I had not tried this particular cigar, Yeah, which I was really excited about trying. And that's the Aganorsa Leaf Signature Selection. It's the one that comes with the gold wrap around the bottom. With the white label, it looks like. I actually really like the fucking labels. I do. Recently, I feel like I've taken notice to labels more, and I really like this one because I like the cursive, and it's subtle. It's, it's got that American baseball feel. It does. That's exactly what it's like. like that the cursive. Old, yeah. The old 1930s baseball. I think that's what I like about it. Yeah. And I really like the gold. Yeah. I like that gold wrapper. Yeah. Which is pretty sweet. So this is the first one we've had from Aganorsa, which I'm really excited but about. But Aganorsa sounds like a really old white lady from the South. 
<laughs> it does. They used to be Casa Fernandez, <laughs> and then they changed their name. So there's still Casa Fernandez branded yeah. stuff that they make, but Aganorsa is what they go by now. Aganorsa, have you taken your pills this morning? <laughs> oh, Aggie. <laughs> you know it's Aggie for sure. Oh, totally. That's 100% Aggie for sure. So um, let's pop into this little bad boy. Yeah. Uh, Chris, how do we rate these things? I'll tell you, brother. Each cigar review is based on our six-point rating scale and broken down into three main categories, construction, burnt, and taste. We then see if the cigar is worth the price for possible bonus or penalty points. And then finally, we average out our individual scores, giving you guys our total cigar rating out of six. Hells yes. And we're going to take this bitch through all nine innings. Yes, we are. Is there nine innings? Yeah, there's nine innings. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I, I think the reason I just questioned that is because I feel like when we used to play baseball, when in like, it was only seven. Usually. Is that incorrect? Until we were high school ball. Yeah, until you were like later on. Yeah. Because our attention spans are so short. Yeah, and our arms couldn't take it. Uh, this is actually really easy to break down. It's a Nicaraguan Puro, so not much to tell, right? Yeah. We smoked this in the Corona Gorda, which is 6x44. Fucking fantastic Vitola. Yeah. It is like in that sweet spot of Vitolas that I've really liked lately. Yeah. And uh, Aganorsa, specifically in this one, this is, I think, probably, for the most part, one of the most higher rated yeah. uh, Vitolas for this particular cigar. Um, it's like that six by 44, the six by 46, not to eclipse a 50, like yeah. in a traditional Toro size yeah. is like a fucking, just they're magical. There's something Absolute unique magical. about it. It's like the Jackie Robinson of cigars. It's like the, um, what it reminds me of is like the warped La Camina. Yeah. Totally. It's very similar. It has yeah. the little pigtail cap too, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the same Vitola. It actually may be the same cigar. Maybe. I don't know for sure, but they look very similar. And That's I believe right. Aganorsa actually makes that warp cigar. <laughs> so it's, it could be the exact same profile. That tricky old bitch. Who knows? Who knows? Um, and these come in at about $9 a cigar. So in comparison to something like the La Camino, we're talking about a $4 Delta. It's actually $4 cheaper than what you typically get the La Camino oh, for. So yeah. I'm, I'm not really trying to make that comparison, by the way, because yeah. I don't even have my notes yeah. to tell you that it isn't the same. Sure. And of course it's not. But sure. Um, so let's get into the actual breakdown itself. Absolutely. What about the construction? Because what did you think about the construction of the cigar in a six by 44? Well, listen, thinking that this was going to be some old broad that we're going to be putting in our mouths. I got to say for a 90 year old woman, she's got one hell of a set of stems on her. Mm -hmm. Beautiful legs. Um, not a varicose vein in sight. Just a beautiful kind of tan skin um that was the only tan part on her body maybe it's a self tanner something like that to make those legs yeah. shiny she's and a bronzer she shaves well um but uh very beautiful and and you know i would agree that i think while aesthetically the agronorsa um label looks like baseball it's very fucking appealing though it is really cool i really like it a lot so it's a label and then a small sub label yeah now it's I really cool I, I will I will preface preface this for anybody else. Um, I was thinking it was a cigar and chocolate because mm -hmm. when I was peeling back the gold wrapper, I thought that was a chocolate candy bar underneath. Yeah, it's the same kind of gold flake wrapper that you would get <laughs> in like a gold coin chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I thought it yeah. was chocolate and a cigar. Like that kind of sheath like, is... Wow, they were changing up the game. I feel like they're the only ones that really do that with that kind of tinfoil wrap. 
I don't know. I know other people will put um, like seen a paper cover. That paper, yeah. Yeah, but I've never seen one with the actual like tin foil wrap on it. So yeah. it's, kind of, it's kind of a cool look. It doesn't do anything. It's just aesthetics. I think it helps it pop, especially with that bright gold. And I'm a sucker for gold. So Dude. when I look at it, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's it. I got to get yeah. that. Yeah. So just a preface, there's no chocolate underneath it like I thought there was. But yeah. Um, just very gorgeous. There was no damage whatsoever on mine. It yeah. was as near flawless as you could possibly get. And I have to give them extreme kudos for making a really well-constructed scar. Like there was no soft spots, right. very firm, nice. I love the Vitola. Right. That was a good selection on your part. Yeah. You're welcome. And, uh, no, the construction, there's, there's nothing bad to say about it. Right. Um, I, Agree with just like some small minor flaws in mine, Mm -hmm. but overall, nothing too detrimental. One of the things that I kind of that kind of surprised me, especially in the smaller tool, the lighter wrapper was. I know yours didn't boast any varicose veins, but mine had, like my peen does, has one very large vein running down the center of it, Um, which actually did make part of the burn a little challenging, but not overly challenging. Yeah. And I did have a little bit of damage just trying to remove that label. It was tacked on there so fucking tight. I was hoping to remove it and just pull it off the wrapper. Typically in those smaller Vitoles, you're able to do that, especially with that like, yeah, just kind of slide it. And I couldn't do it. The glue was literally, I mean, it was really adhered to the the cigar wrapper itself. So it did peel back a layer of the wrapper, which is really frustrating for me. Pet peeve of mine. I didn't dock it too much in points. Otherwise, it was pretty freaking flawless. It's like that tacky shit baseball players put on their fingers. Yeah. Just like, you know, it's like. Yeah, I don't think they do that. Oh. I don't even know what you're talking about. You're talking about the glove? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you think about the burn? I'm in another world right now, bro. Yeah, no shit. Um, okay. So, consistency. Um, the thing is, like, this was this was a cigar that has probably the prototypical burn when it comes to how even it burns. Not a whole lot of runnage, pretty even throughout. Didn't really have to ever correct anything. Right. Um, it was just a nice, pretty well even burn throughout. Um, and I gotta give hats off to them on this part. They passed the whole test. Sure as hell did. Yeah. And um. I do feel like on this particular Vitola, I will say in other lineups, you expect some, it to go out. I expect it to go out. Right. It's really too. hard for these, these thinner ring gauges to really s- survive through five minutes. Yeah. And the thing is, is that the challenge becomes, they, they abruptly go out. It's they, not this slow kind of meld away. It's like, no, it's very abrupt. It's they're lit one second and they're out the next. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I actually anticipated that too and dare i say i had three times where it did that really none of which actually affected the whole test that i conducted it passed with flying colors i had one before the whole test i conducted it right at the middle and then i had two after which was really frustrating for me because i i usually anticipate that happening in the smaller vitola but relighting a smaller vitola really affects the smoking experience I feel like Aganorsa should have had a life alert just to let us know that she was on her way out. It would have been nice. It would have been nice you know, to like, at least have Help me, I'm, I'm falling. Something like an emergency broadcast to right. let me know. And they did abruptly go out. It wasn't, it was like, I mean, I think in one instance, the cigar didn't even leave my yeah. fingers. It's not even I put it down. It's like puff, smoke, 
look down at my computer, may have made a note, come back to it, out. And it was very abrupt. So it is an anticipated challenge of the smaller Vitoles, but I still really like the smaller Vitoles. I just don't like having to continually relight them because it does really kind of taint the flavor of the cigar, especially towards when you get to the end. It's already totally. Hot. Now, all things considered, at least on my end, mm-hmm. consistency was good. Hold test was good. The only thing I would say, at least in my particular smoke, it wasn't the greatest drawl experience. Interesting. Um, it was a little bit tight. Okay. Um, I had to massage the old girl a bit. It was toit. Toit. And, you know, it wasn't terrible. It's just I, I, had, I found myself having to, you know, suck a little more to get the engines fired up. Right. You know. Yeah. But other than that, it well, was... We have a lot of experience doing that, so... Yeah. <laughs> it was just an, it was an average kind of draw. Yeah. I'd say maybe a little subpar than average, okay. but other than that, like, the burn was great. It was, it was, yeah. it was solid. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, I don't know. Weirdly enough, you had the opposite experience of me. See, what the is... The only highlight I had to the burn of the cigar was the draw. What is the weirdness with this review with us? I don't know. I it's mean, like that polar was, opposites. That was one thing where I gave it high marks was in the draw. It was actually pretty fantastic for and me. Are we, am I doing the, the same through. review? Signature selection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just I, same same batch of cigars too. I mean, I pulled them out of the same box. That's so. fucking weird. Um, yeah, that that is the highlight of the burn score that I had was I had consistency issues, but the draw yeah. was wonderful. It was wonderful. Full fucking bodied smoke. It was it was everything that I would want. So yeah. we had the opposite experience, of course. Wow, which is actually pretty weird. So what did you think about the flavor? I mean, this is intentionally the flavor of this cigar is supposed to be kind of that light Cuban-esque type yeah. flavor. That's why I made the comparison to La Camina earlier because yeah. it, it does have some of those characteristics. It is a Nicaraguan Puro. Yeah. So what did you think about the flavor overall? Wow. What was the progression for you? Wow, was it a significantly milder smoke than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I got bits of like earthiness, woodiness, um, mild sweetness here and there, mm-hmm. but mostly like woody and earthy. Um, and, uh, being an all Nicaraguan cigar, I was, like I said, I was pleasantly surprised of how mild it was. Yeah. It was nice. Um, it's probably the biggest highlight to the cigar overall. Right. Um, construction wise. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Great label, great construction. That should be a given. The flavor definitively is like what makes this cigar anything of a contender. Right. And I, I found myself really enjoying it. Um, it did start off kind of savory in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then it went more towards the like earthy and, and right. those things and kind of sweetened up a bit and bitterness at the end. It is, to me, it wasn't like the Magnum Force at Cedar Point. Right. A flavor change ups, mm-hmm. like just drastic hill changes. Yeah. But it was kind of like the Adventure Express yeah. at King's Island. It'll whip you a little bit, but it's not over. It's not going to beat you up too much and take you all up and down and right. get you all topsy-turvy. Right. But I, I really did like the flavor. I think that's probably the redeeming factors of the okay burn Yeah, that I had. Sure. There's a level of consistency to the cigar that I really enjoy. Yeah. The one thing I actually really like is that it does have, to me, it had like a slight bit of pepper to it. It was super subtle. What I really enjoyed was it kind of laid back in the back of my mouth and my tongue a little bit. 
while I kind of have that sweet and savory throughout, it, yeah. there's not drastic changes. I totally agree with you. There's not a bunch of ups it's and downs. Very, it's very subtle. Right. Like you're, you're not picking something out and then no. immediately seeing a change in it. Yeah. It's just, it's very, if there's anything, it's kind of gradual and yeah. then it plateaus and like levels off. Yeah. And that's actually what I liked. I really enjoyed about the cigar because once you do find that favorable flavor, yeah. you kind of want it to stick, and that's what the cigar gives you. I do like a little bit of that pepper on my tongue. It was weird. It was. It like, was very minimal. It's super subtle, which is really what I like because yeah. you know me. I don't like the over spice. I don't like the over pepper. I don't like it to be really pungent that way. Yeah. I really like the subtleness, and it was just enough. It was just enough where I was like, "Oh, that's pretty fucking yeah. good." It's very complimentary. So I do enjoy the flavor of this cigar a lot. I think it's actually one of those ones where you could definitely wake up in the morning and smoke this with a cup of coffee and get tons of enjoyment out of it. And you can smoke it later in the day and really enjoy just the subtle, good sweetness that it kind of gives you all the way through. Now, I literally, quote unquote, mentioned this in my notes. I was like, for it being a Churchill-ish. No, six inches. Or, or six inches. Well, yeah, it's too too short. Yeah. It's a Corona Gorda. Corona Gorda. Um, wait. Yeah, that's the same one. No, that is a different review. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me get you, the right You're one. looking at the Davidoff. Yeah. You dummy. So I'm sorry. I'm doing this off my phone, people, which you'll notice in the highlights. <laughs> uh, okay. This is what I noted. It was just enough to not get bored with it. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Just enough. Um, but it was. I mean, the flavor was really pleasant. It really was. And actually, you know, ironically, given the smaller Vitola, even though it was six inches, it yeah. smokes for a while. It did. I, I was about at the two-hour mark with it. Yeah, I think I was probably about an hour and a half. I smoke a little faster than you do, but... Yeah, baby. It. Yeah, it was probably about an hour and a half, and I thought that was really reasonable for that cigar. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like the outcome altogether, and, and, you know, minus the burn issues that I had. Yeah. You know, if I had a cigar that was constructed just a little bit better and didn't have the burn issues, like, this would be a really favorable cigar for me, especially for $9. Yeah. So, so given $9, mm-hmm. what did you do in terms of pricing? Did it get a Delta? Is it awarded a pricing bonus? Or do you think this is a good cost for the cigar? Listen, coming out of the Agonorsa lineup, right? Knowing the types of cigars they've made for others. Right. Seeing the prices that are associated with those. Uh-huh. I feel like 9 bucks is a great price for it. I agree. It's, it's right on the mark. Yeah, I don't think, it, I don't think it's awarded a bonus i think it's where most agonorsa cigars should be yeah because the cigars are really good i do i do share some i show some favoritism towards the brand because i really like what they put out even under other brands yeah but i think for what they make it's really priced appropriately yeah i did too i really enjoy them a lot they're very very good cigars and i've had many other cigars this is the first time we've reviewed this cigar. i've I actually have a backlog of reviews of their cigars. And of course, we've done some of the warp lineups. Yeah. We've done some of the other cigars that are made at their factory that mm-hmm. are smattered all over our website already, www.hotticketweekly.com. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as their brand goes, I have some already in the lineup to produce, to put on the website. Yeah. So. I've reviewed quite a bit of them. This is just the first time we've had one on the podcast, which was, I think, fitting. I think it was a long time coming. Yeah. So that being said, in totality, what's the scores look like? I gave mine a 5.55. 
which is a 92.5%. And that is a great score. That is a great score. I came in at a 5.47, which gives us an average of 5.51. Right around 92. Which is going to give us right at a 92%. Now, let me just say this, people. Don't take our words of criticism or lackluster emotions on this podcast to tell you or make you believe that this is not a great cigar. It is a great cigar. Yeah, it is a wonderful cigar. Like the, I, I whenever I see anything Puro, yeah, where it's basically the same plant in the same regions and yeah, I mean, anything's in Nicaragua, right? I, I my head usually immediately goes to uh, boring. Agreed, agreed, but it's kind of weird because Aganorsa gets away with it because of the type of tobacco they grow. Right. It's not like what you get at other, I mean, it's it's just not what you get at other farms, right. despite being a Nicaraguan Puro. Right. They're able to take whatever seeds that they're producing and bringing in, yeah. whatever they're doing as far as that growing process, and they're able to give you flavors that you otherwise wouldn't anticipate or expect, yeah. which I think is what makes them such... An anomaly and also a well-represented company, and the people really enjoy their stuff because they—that's the differentiator. It's, I it's it's a cigar that, based on the price point, anybody should obviously get their hands on. It's not terribly difficult to get your hands on them. No, it's not. They're they're pretty readily um, available. But it's 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 oddly and weirdly maybe a cigar even a beginning smoker could maybe get their kind of get their hands on and maybe enjoy yeah but definitively this is kind of a more seasoned smoke in most regards but i don't know i i kind of find the cigar just because of the price point and just the mildness of it that it's it, in nicotine it's not nicotine heavy at all no definitely not that's why i was saying you could really smoke this in the morning you, and, and drive a lot could. of enjoyment without feel, feeling heavy i feel like if you had a buddy that has never smoked a cigar and he's like hey would you mind if i could smoke a cigar you could go into your humidor and grab an agronorsa that you spent nine bucks on and feel okay that he's probably going to enjoy it yeah of course i i completely agree yeah yeah it's it's, it's subtle enough and it's not overwhelming that it. I think it can really be enjoyed by anybody. Yeah, you totally. know anybody who's got experience smoking cigars is really going to enjoy it as well. Yeah, it was just lovely. Yeah, it was lovely. I don't know what to think about the brand though, just from a standpoint of, is it baseball? Is it old lady? <laughs> Who is Aggie? Who is Aggie? <laughs> yeah, it's a mystery. You know, maybe it's an old lady who plays baseball. That would be sweet. Like a league of their own. Aggie Ruther. Oh my God. She's like, uh, we are the all American league. We come from cities near and far. We got Canadians. We're all American. The best part of that movie, Tom Tom Hanks' drunkenness. Dude, he's fucking amazing. <laughs> Dude, is that not one of the best roles he's ever played? Dude, he's so Insanely good in it. Insanely underrated. Yeah. Yeah. I want to watch it. I actually may watch it tonight. Bye. I may get blitzed out of my mind and watch that fucking movie. <laughs> By girls playing baseball? <laughs> Dude, I... Okay, so you can say what you want about... What's his name? Um, I love him. 
what's his name? Shit, what is it? I love that dude, though. He's amazing in everything he's in. <laughs> Jesus Christ, why can't he he's Jewish he's, as fuck? Yeah, he is. Uh, I almost said Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> anyway, that guy. He's wonderful in that yeah, movie. Yeah, he is. I fucking love that movie so much. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some donuts waiting for me. I think I'm literally going to get blitzed and <laughs> watch, watch a league around. <laughs> <laughs> be a best Madonna. Night ever. Oh, Madonna. Madonna, when she... Actually, she's still pretty good looking. She's psycho, but God Who's damn, that real butch woman that we don't like? Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, Rosie, is Yeah, it? she's a cunt. <laughs> she's super cunt. Um, but don't start with me, kid. Don't start. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I fucking love that movie. God damn, it's good. It's so good. Oh man, Dottie. <laughs> Holy shit! I gotta go to bed. Where was that energy in the beginning? The oh my god, I don't know. I just you know you know what the you know what the first part of the episode felt like it was a therapy session. <laughs> it totally was. <laughs> or some like weird interrogation. It totally was. I do have a. I mean, so many questions I have for you as far as this dating process you're going through. And sure. And probably continue that trend in the next two episodes. The yep. cool thing is, is the next episode that we have coming up is a guest, which I'm very excited about. This is a oh, guest I'm I've wanted to have. Excited. This is a uh, what I would consider a good friend of ours. Mm -hmm. um this is a guest that i've wanted to have on for a while and i think it's pretty fitting that it's going to be right before ipcpr which obviously is coming up in a few weeks i apologize yeah. to everybody the nine million people have asked us if we're going to be there i have some work commitments literally like days before that yeah. and i've been gone so much with work that there's just no way i could make it happen this year it just wasn't going to happen yeah and i immediately knew that i wasn't going to be able to get out of bed yeah, it's just catching flights and shit, shit it's like, like that. It's too much, annoying. man. Um, but there is a full commitment for us to go in 2020, which I think is going to yeah. be a big year for the show. So yeah. um, apologize to everybody that we can't make it out this year. I do feel really flattered and humbled the fact that there's so many people who actually wanted us to attend. I, I thought it was very strange. Oh, you guys got to go, which makes me really sad. Honestly, it, it very much does. And and obviously, we Chris and I don't do this full time, right? <laughs> like we're not backing up the Brinks truck yet. No. It's coming. Yeah. Beep. Beep. Um, yeah. but it's not there yet so I do have full time commitments with a job that keeps me very very busy I travel very frequently so yeah. to, to try to get any time away which I've been gone enough as it is I mean I've been a traveling fucking fool this year Yeah, um, it's just not a reasonable thing so next year when we can do some prep and we can do some planning for the show and not be under the gun to launch a site which has already been launched um, cheap plug www.hotticketweekly.com um It'll make it easier for us to plan and execute on actually going next year. And uh, I'm really excited for it. I think 2020, how cool is that? Like, yeah. that's going to be the year to go. Yeah, it sounds uh, very future, futuristic. 2020, too. IPCPR 2020. Mm -hmm. Also, wasn't there a show 2020 about like murders and shit? Was that the <laughs> one with Baba Walters? <coughs> did she do 2020? Baba? Baba Walters. Baba. Baba Walters. <laughs> She's the one that did 2020, right? I think so. Yeah, Baba Walters. Is it stand for eyesight? Yeah. <laughs> anyway uh we appreciate everybody listening to yes us. Uh, i hope i hope my lack of energy didn't show through and you actually i hope i hope people I hope you made it for, it. through the first 30 minutes with us <laughs> yeah i don't think it was bad no. i just think it was it was very therapeutic it was very therapeutic it was it was very tame and that was the first Not time a lot I've, of I've been probably serious about talking about a date yeah, and I think sometimes we got to get serious. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, it was weird. I, I read and I really appreciate And actually, you know what? Hold on. We also have to mention this. 
The cigar giveaway has come to a close. It came to a close last Saturday, this time last Saturday. So we will be picking a winner. I will yeah, announce yeah. that this coming Monday. We still have some submissions that we still have to go through. Yeah. Um, once we get everything tallied up, we'll go ahead and pick a random winner, and we'll announce that this coming week. Yeah. So that is coming. I did want to say on the back of that that someone actually wrote a really nice review, a very genuine review on iTunes, which is very nice. Um, said that they really just love the banter between us going back and <laughs> forth. And that, that is perhaps the best part of the episode for them, even though they really enjoy the cigar reviews yeah. and a lot of which is that's currently packed in their humidors based on our recommendations. So that's very cool to hear because, you know, it's, I think if you slant really hard one way or really hard the other way, it's, you know, you, you kind of lose an audience. I think we've yeah. built a really good audience base based on the fact that people really get to know us. Yeah, but then we also get to have fun with the cigar reviews. We don't take ourselves too seriously. We don't even take the reviews that seriously. It's like, do we like it? Do we not like it? Yeah, and we push things out there that we really enjoy, but we don't get too fucking crazy yeah. about it. So I think we've hit that sweet spot, and it's nice to see that people appreciate the things that we do, and we appreciate people giving us the feedback. Oh, mystery man of my dreams, who left such a nice review. If I could put my lips through this microphone into your ears, I would, and I'd smooch you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was very nice. It was very mm -hmm. sweet of uh, said person. Um, anyway, that concludes episode 104. Episode 105 is going to be with a guest that I am so stoked about. I think everybody will really enjoy that episode a lot because this is someone who we already have a good relationship with. So it's and, it should be really fun. And then for some reason, you're going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. But then we're going to tell you who this we'll guy is. We'll reveal it. And you'll go, oh. And then you'll be like, oh, shit. It's yeah. that type of guy. Right. And we're like, yeah, it's that type of guy. It's a black guy. Yeah. Yep. First black guy on the show. Yeah. Ew, ooh. And he may or may not have listened to last episode. Yeah. When I mentioned uh, maybe wanting a plantation. Damn it, dude. I brought it up again. I, I'm I sorry. I erase everything. Fuck. <laughs> uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back at you next week with episode one of five. See everyone. See ya. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. How can you get a hold of us? You can get a hold of myself on Instagram at the Hot Ticket Pod. You can get a hold of Chris on Instagram at Hot Ticket Chris. Please also, if you could, visit our website, hotticketweekly.com, for news, reviews, interviews, and more. And please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes. We greatly appreciate it. In addition to being on iTunes, we're also on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podomatic, anywhere where you can find podcasts. Again, thank you for listening to the show. We'll be back at you next week.